This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 194. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you so much. Just thinking about your beautiful faces out there makes me feel so happy. Today, I want to bring you some practical suggestions about getting out of a funk. You know that feeling when you're just not yourself. You're not really depressed, but you feel unmotivated and unexcited about your whole life. The funk feeling may be short in duration or maybe it'll last for days. And if it really gets away from you and becomes ingrained, it can lead you into a depression. So today, I want to give you some suggestions for dealing with and overcoming that funk. And I have 10 of them. So this podcast will be called 10 Ways to Get Out of a Funk. So you may feel in a funk or funky sometimes for a few different reasons. You could wake up in a bad mood and just not feel right right from the get-go. You could be tired or you could have a lack of sleep if you uh, didn't go to bed on time the night before. You may have spent a little too much time around negative people or a particular person and their negativity is rubbing off on you, that can cause you to feel a little out of it. You may have a really busy, overwhelming day at work, and sometimes that will get to you at some point and make you feel a little down. And if your life is really complicated right now and a lot of things are going on, it feels easier to go into a funk and just do nothing than to work your way out of it and just face it. So I think you all know what I mean when I say in a funk. For me, sometimes that feeling is very short-lived and only lasts for a few hours and then I can kick myself in the butt and get moving. Or sometimes it feels heavier and it can last for days. Either way, I just want you to know that it's normal. So the first thing I want you to not do is beat yourself up about it. The first thing that I want you to do is honor yourself. And so when we start working on anything in our life, it just starts with exploring and examining that feeling because all feelings are valid and all feelings are okay, even that funk feeling. And you can handle them. And you may need to do a little work to start to get over those negative feelings But what I don't want you to do is fight them because they're all valid, they're all part of life, and they all belong there. We just want to be able to work on them so they don't pull us down and take us under. So let's talk about the 10 things that you can do uniquely or interestingly. You can make them up as you go to help you handle the feeling of funk and how to help you begin to work your way out of it in no particular order. So pick what sounds good to you and just do that one first. Number one, avoid brain drama. And what I mean by that is comparing, criticizing, or complaining. When you're in a funk, you'll most likely join into other people's drama or create brain drama yourself. 
Are you comparing yourself to others? And if you are, stop it. You are you and they are them. Everyone's journey is unique and that's beautiful. So let go of the comparisons. Are you criticizing others or yourself? Stop it. Critiques are almost always negative and don't need to be in your brain. Criticism will bring you down. So if you're doing it, stop doing it. Complaining is the same. It will add to your negativity. Complaining is your brain arguing with reality. So be careful and watch your complaints. Accept your circumstances and then move on. Number two, do something creative. Sometimes a funk comes when you have excess energy that you've been suppressing. I have this happen to me sometimes. If I don't let myself do something fun or creative, I'll start to feel restless and that restless feeling brings me down. So whether you think you're a creative person or maybe not, doing something creative always feels good. And it doesn't have to be like painting a masterpiece. It could really be something simple like taking photographs, you know, going out into your yard and taking pictures of flowers, redecorating a room in your house or rearranging your furniture, maybe drawing or doodling. Journaling even can be creative, especially if you could write a story or recreate a story um, from your work day, maybe the day before. Make a craft, even if it looks like crap. (laughs) Maybe take a class. Um, I took a glass blowing class one weekend with my friend, and that was really cool and, and uplifting and fun to learn. And I love scrapbooking, so sometimes that works for me. You know, I just take some pictures and get some paper out and cut it and glue it. And no matter what it looks like when I'm I'm done, just being creative in the moment changes your energy. So whatever you do, just do something like that. Number three is expressing gratitude. So take a moment to express gratitude or even feel gratitude. Working on your gratitudes helps to reprogram your brain. It can be you thinking about what you love about your life or calling someone else to tell them that you're grateful for them. There have been studies that show that a gratitude practice leads to improved health, more happiness, better relationships, and even more income. And who doesn't want more money? And even right now, with the way the economy is, we could all use a little bit of money. And that little bit more money will probably make you a little bit less in a funk. Number four is make a connection with another person. It kind of goes along with the last one. So instead of doing the social media thing, which feels like connecting, but it really isn't, try connecting with someone in person. It could be just smiling at somebody or chatting with somebody at the store or the coffee shop, just kind of turning and smiling and saying hello or asking them a question. You could call a friend or one of your family members just to say hello and ask them how they're doing. And if you have a book or you've read something or an inspiring quote that you have in mind, you could share that with someone else. And the other thing I like to do is just try to ask someone else that you're working with how they're doing today. 
and really listen to the answer because sometimes I forget to do that. I'm so busy at work and I know there's other humans around me, but I get so focused on my own problems and my own self and all the work that I have to do that I forget that other people are also there and they all have lives and maybe they're in a funk. So just getting outside yourself and caring about others helps you more than you'd expect. Number five, make someone else's day or make someone else happy. So just choose someone a person that you know, or maybe some random stranger, and decide to try to make them happy with a random act of kindness. It could be paying for someone's coffee in the drive-thru behind you or their fast food. It could be in the coffee shop paying for someone next to you. You could stop and get donuts or bagels and bring them to work. Because I know when I work, walk into work with a box of donuts, everybody smiles and it makes me feel better. You could write a nice note to one of your coworkers, just saying that you appreciate them and you know that they work hard and you just wanted to let them know. You can offer to help someone with something that they need. It could be one of your clients. You could offer to hold their dog while they're writing their check or help them out to the car. You can... You can just call a friend and ask them to go out for dinner or coffee. Offering up yourself to other people is a great way to work out of your funk. You can also just give something to a charity. In, I think it was 2017 or 18, I made a New Year's resolution that I was going to give to a different charity every month of the year. And... I had read a book, and I can't remember the name of it now, but it was about just that, is giving to charities. And so I decided to do this as my New Year's resolution, and then I shared that resolution on Facebook um, with my friends. And I just told them, I'm, I'm challenging you to give to a charity this year, whatever you can give. I'm going to do it every month, and I'll remind you every month to give. And please share on Facebook who you're giving to. I just thought it would be a really cool challenge to myself and my friends. And so what I did was every month I'd say, okay, this month I gave to this charity and this charity, and I listed it. And my friends started doing the same. So by the end of the year, I had a list of, it was over 80 or 90 charity organizations that were supported by myself and my friends. And nobody had to share how much they gave. It, would, it could have just been something as simple as a dollar or two. But that little exercise in charitable giving made me feel great every month of the year. The beginning of every month, I listed it on Facebook and everybody else chimed in. And it was so fun. So try to come up with a creative way that you can make someone else's day. And as you create that kind of charitable mindset it will help you work out of your funk. And it also, if you share it with other people, what you're doing, it will help them as well. Number six is talk to someone else about the way you're feeling. So if you're funky or feeling funky, I guess, sometimes you really need to talk through it because it's all going on inside your head. 
And it's really not something you can just get over. You know, we, we hear people say, just get over it, just let it go. And sometimes you can't unless you really can get it out. So sometimes I think that I'm in a funk for no reason, but when I really take time to talk about it with either my husband or my friend or one of my coworkers, it really helps me to pinpoint in on what is nagging me, what's in my chihuahua brain. And then I'm able to focus in on something that's got me anxious or something that's got me worried. So when you identify the problem, oftentimes it's enough to help us reframe the situation in a more positive light. Just by talking through it to someone who's a good listener or someone that you really trust, or you could share it with your coach or your therapist if you're in therapy, just getting it out of your brain is often the fastest way to get out of that funk. And like I said in rule number one, or right before we started listing the rules, is don't think it's unusual. Everyone feels that way. I just had a conversation the other day with a friend of mine who told me that she was in a funk. And so it's just something that happens to all of us. But talking about it sometimes helps us work it out. Number seven I came up with is create your own binky. And what I mean by that is, do you know the binkies, like the baby pacifiers that you plug into their mouth to soothe them? Sometimes in our lives, we have things that we know soothe us, either a physical object or an activity that puts us in a happy place or an energized place and causes peace in our mind. So if you play an instrument, take out that instrument and sit down and play for a little while if it's not frustrating to you. I have a piano in my house because my kids both play piano and I took lessons when I was a kid but I really don't play well. But I can plink out a few notes if I get out the beginner book and kind of read the simple melodies, I can play some piano. So sometimes just sitting down and challenging my brain to concentrate on the piano for a little while will help me work out of a bad mood. I also love to work on puzzles, so sometimes I'll keep a puzzle going, and we always have one at work, and sometimes I have one in my home on like a card table in the corner if I want to sit down and work on that, and that'll calm my brain and allow me to think through some of the problems that are feeling overwhelming. Some people use those stress balls, or I've seen people that like to work the Rubik's Cube, although those frustrate me because I can't solve it. If you like to color, some people like coloring books or, you know, drawing with colored pencils. You could build a Lego set if you loved Legos when you were a kid. If there's some children's activity that you used to do that brought you joy, you could do that. Even like hopscotch or skipping. Um, But watch because your neighbors might think you're crazy if you're playing hopscotch by yourself in the driveway. But anything that brings you joy or allows you to relax in some way, will help work you out of your funk. Number eight, I wrote dream a little bit. And what I mean by that is either sit there and imagine what you might be doing if you were somewhere else in the world that you'd love to be. Even if it's something that you know might never happen, or even if it's something that's very often your future, like a big goal that you have, Sitting down and imagining it sometimes will take your mind to a happier place. 
What would you do there? How would you feel when you were there? What is the person that you are in that future dream look like and feel like? And then if it's a physical place that you're thinking about, you could actually do some research. Look it up on the internet and study that area. Write a story about it. Um, Your visit there. What would you do? Write a list of things and places that you would go. You can also maybe dream in reverse if you want. If the future dreaming doesn't work for you, you could remember something that happened when you were young that was wonderful. Um, I always thought dogs were wonderful when I was a kid, so I remember getting my first dog that was my very own and all the good times I had with her and what a great dog she was. So you could think about that and then write a story about that or go back and find the photos of that time if there was a happy time in your life that you can remember. And sometimes going back may take you down that road of regret But don't go there. Try to go to the place of where you are actually happy. And if something bad happened in that time frame, try not to embrace that. Try to remember the feelings that you had of happiness. Whether you're dreaming forward or backwards, don't let your negative brain take you down a negative thought path. Really force it to focus on the positives. Because allowing your brain to remember happiness or even plan happiness brings the positive brain hormones back to life. Because a lot of times that funk is caused by the fact that you don't have enough serotonin in your brain. You need a little bit more dopamine. There are some things that are just lacking. And in order to reignite all those things in your brain, you need to bring happiness into it. And when you start to do this exercise of dreaming or daydreaming or whatever you want to call it, just sitting there thinking sometimes, you might start to feel open to new possibilities because a dream is something that you can turn into a goal if you want to. No matter what it is, even if it seems really impossible, dream it anyway because that's how our brains are wired. That desire that's in you is meant to come out and that will make you feel so much more positive. Number nine I came up with was moving your body. So just like showing your mind and your soul that it needs love and attention, moving your body is a really good way to start to feel better pretty immediately. And it doesn't have to be this big, sweaty, gross, hard workout. You don't have to go for a 30-mile bike ride. You don't have to do an hour of Zumba. There are smaller exercises that you can do if sweating just feels too much. Although I would encourage you to sweat because that always helps me. Even though when I first start, I'm like, ugh, I don't really want to do this. By the time I get done, if I've really worked out hard, I feel so much lighter in my brain and then also in my body. And I think I talked before about pain. So when you have that physical pain after working out, is weakness leaving the body? Sometimes that pain is that funk leaving your body. So just think about challenging yourself to do a little bit of physical movement. And it may be something simple, 
like walking for a few minutes or stretching. You could lift a few hand weights. I try to keep a couple hand weights in my living room. And sometimes they just sit there like paper weights. But the fact that they're sitting on my coffee table or right in front of me where the TV is, sometimes I just have to pick them up and start lifting them a little bit. And even just that little bit of weight movement with my arms or my body in any way helps lift the mood. And movement has been shown to be better at producing energy than even caffeine. So if you're a caffeine addict like I like to be, then try the movement along with it or instead of it. And if your brain is avoiding it and it sounds like too much work, that's because you're in a funk. But if you can push yourself through and just start, try to do something that you really love, like I like dancing, try to dance, Just turn on some music when you exercise. It will really help and you'll always feel better. And then the last one, and this is kind of one of those cliche ones that we always talk about, is try breath work or yoga or something in that vein. Anything that takes you out of your head and into your body can help you with that feeling of being out of control or overwhelmed. Moving your body in general can help, but movement that makes you focus inward on your breathing, on relaxation, you know, relaxing that brain, it will center you. So try practicing yoga when you're feeling stressed and focus in on that deep breathing, that in through the nose, out through the mouth that they always tell you in yoga. And breath work, you can just do without even the yoga. You know, we've talked about that before on the podcast, taking a breath, holding it for a number of seconds, then blowing it out slowly, and then holding it, those kind of things. If you listen to the podcast that I did where I did the tapping exercise, that would be a great thing to do too. That tapping just helps you focus away from that funky feeling and gets you more centered and more relaxed in your brain. And like I said, don't be pressured to do it too much. You don't have to do an hour yoga workout. You don't have to do a whole tapping exercise. You don't have to sit there and breathe for an hour. No, I mean, you have to continue to breathe, obviously, but you don't have to do the breathing exercises. Just find a short video on YouTube. Go look up the podcast that I did. Listen to the explanation on the the meditations and the tapping. And just do it for 10 or 15 minutes. There's a lot of great yoga videos out there. Um, The one that I like is Yoga with Adrienne. She has little short ones that are great if you don't have a lot of time. And she just has really this zen, interesting energy. And it's all great for your body and your brain. So that's the 10. Hopefully those will help get you out of your funk. But I want to add one more. And the one I want to add is look into your future. Because many of the things that get us down are our current circumstances or our past regrets. And so in that current circumstance, if you're feeling overwhelmed by what's going on in your life, you can start to look to the future of solving those things and setting those goals that you want to set in the future. And if you set a goal to do anything, to accomplish anything, and put your mind to it, that will start you to get working to work out of your funk. 
taking some action to work out of that funk. Just planning a brighter future. And goal setting is a way to think with a growth mindset. And you can't stay in a funk if you're open to growth. So do me a favor this week. Try some of these things if you're starting to feel a little funky. (laughs) And not funky in the dance way, like funky kind of down. Share them with me on my website or email me. Let me know which one of these things you tried and if and how it worked for you. And if you're feeling stuck, as always, let me know. My website is juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com. And if you just want to reach out and say hello, let me know how you like the podcast. You can reach me by sending me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or email me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. So please reach out. Okay, to wrap up, I have one quote for you this week and one only, and it is from the amazing Dolly Parton, who I love. And she says, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. And I think that speaks to the funk and finding the rainbow beyond the funk. So thanks for listening. I love you all and have a beautiful week. Bye.